Hi, friends, and welcome back to Under the Influence Podcast. This episode is going to literally rock your fucking world. I have one of my dearest best friends on the episode today who is just the most insane genius when it comes to social media. Today, we're bringing on Mackenzie Rue from Holanis, a awesome locally based tech company that is really changing the game for social media. Now, I wanted Mackenzie to come on because number one, I love chatting up Mackenzie about business, about social media, and pretty much any type of strategy in the digital space. But she's also just somebody that has like really has her finger on the pulse when it comes to the social media game. Now, when I say that, I mean that she's literally put together a fucking recap of 2018 on social media. So like if social media is your game, if this is your jive, if literally being in this industry is everything you live and breathe for, like me and Mackenzie do, this is the episode for you. We are going to just dive right on in. She's going to actually also introduce us to what Holanus is and what they're doing in the ground, in the industry in general. And how absolutely groundbreaking this idea and platform that they're creating is. is. I don't want to say it's going to be because it's already existing. So I'm really excited to just have her just totally nerd out on social media with me and just get right down into it. So without further ado, welcome Miss McKenzie to the show. Under the Influence Podcast is all about bringing together brands, influencers, thought leaders, and communities to inspire and empower a positive impact. Each week, I will dive into the power of influence over the ever-changing, trend-chasing, and slightly obsessed entrepreneurial and influencer community. We talk insider tips, tricks, the latest buzz, and even our top not-so-secret happy hour cocktails. My name is Whitney Eckes. I'm the owner and founder of Eckes Marketing and the Influence Movement, and we are about to get under the influence. Girl. Hi. Oh my God. Oh my God. 2018 <laughs> though. I, it, what the hell happened? It was like a clusterfuck <laughs> for like every person across the board. It was like this, every, it was, I don't know. Look, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like we just FYI for those listening, we've actually recorded an episode prior to this. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. It involved a lot of wine and a lot of pizza. Mm-hmm. It did. And um, I think we were even on, the, we were talking about just just lives in general. Anyway, we're still working on that episode. It was a little R-rated, but that's okay. I think eventually it's going to show itself one day. It needs to come out of the woodwork. <laughs> it needs to come out. It, one but of these days. I literally love talking to you because I feel like me, you like vibe to my vibe yes. and it's so fun talking to you. A hundred percent. I agree completely. Like I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this episode. I think the world should be ready for this episode because <laughs> 2019 social media is going to look, well, the end of 2018 social media didn't look anything like it did in the beginning. Yeah. And it's, that's 12 months. Like how much changes in such a short period of time is just astounding and like crazy. Yeah. But when you look at it and you look at kind of the trends and just in general, like social media is like fucked. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, so let's let's like start this out. So you've literally put together, I'm like literally looking at your computer and all your paperwork. Like you put together a giant like deck recapping 2018 social media. More or less, I pulled from a lot of recaps that have been written by placed people like Hootsuite. I love, love, love their um, wrap up. Facebook did one that I really like. And um, some stuff from like Bloomberg and The Economist have kind of done partial wrap-ups and like just hit on some trends. And so I just kind of have been reading through over the past couple of weeks and kind of gathering together all of the common, I guess, trends that they have all sort of touched on. And there's like five that have been just like overwhelming Mm -hmm. and have been what I guess they're all sort of their largest focuses have been on, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and okay. So for those of, for those of you that maybe don't understand, or I don't want to say don't understand social media, but don't really understand like what these recaps are, um, these strategy companies and just kind of tech companies come out and really kind of recap everything that's going on in the digital space in regards to social media. Is that correct? Yes. And just watching like user habits Mm -hmm. and like most clicked content, the kind of the, I guess the evolution of content, the evolution of trends. And when I say trends, I mean, just like what, how people are producing content, where people are producing content, the kind of like platforms, people are producing certain content on and just watching the evolution of that because it's changed so much. And this has just been a huge year where like, there hasn't just been small changes. There's been huge, massive, like, and I people who use Instagram see it now, like even just reach in and of itself has changed. Yeah. And so like these trends this year have just kind of been to that category that huge scale yeah so okay so let's dive in i mean where do you want to start first are we talking instagram what do you want to do okay so i think it all sort of comes it okay instagram is like a piece of this of all of them so like all the social media platforms play their own role but i think the biggest and largest like trend has just been rebuilding user trust okay and that has been that people are now demanding and they don't want to just be treated like an algorithm. They want to be treated like individuals and not demographics. Okay. And so that has to come with Instagram that comes with marketing that comes with digital marketing that comes with all of the things that you're posting that brands are doing. It comes with the advertising and the way that they create ads. It comes with the way that brands choose to brand themselves online and the kind of content that they release because with, you know, Facebook's huge scandal this year and, you know, seeing all these bots and these fake accounts and stuff like that, users are now flip-flopped in what they trust. And what people like celebrities and influencers are no longer sort of what people trust anymore. They're not the, like the voice of reason now. Yeah. It's more you as your influencer, you as your brand becoming a thought leader, becoming an actual educator. And people will tend to buy from you if you can prove that you are knowledgeable in that field because the, people know that like Britney Spears doesn't know like jack shit about how like a, about a social media platform, <laughs> but like you do like people want experts, a hundred percent. People want all the experts. And I feel like that's something that we've seen. And I feel like even like a testament to that is like, now we have these influencers being like, yo, I'm not paid to do this. A hundred percent. Like, let me drop some knowledge on you. Hashtag no ad. Hashtag yes. like real. Not even hashtag ad. Yeah. Having to say that you're an ad. Having to say that they're advertising something. Having to be transparent. But now it's people want either a technical expert. So somebody who's like actually genuinely technically qualified, an academic expert, or somebody that's just like them. Mm-hmm. And so 
Wait, you broke this down to me earlier and I love what you said. So it's a technical expert. Mm-hmm. A technical, an academic expert, an academic, or a person that's just like you, that just like themselves. So the relatability. Uh, well, not relatability, but they know that like, if I'm coming on and I'm going to be like, look, I fucking love like this LaCroix and like, this is the best LaCroix, but I'm not getting paid to do it. And I'm also not a celebrity. I'm not an influencer. I have no way to benefit from this. And social media is now turning into something where like people don't want to be sold to and people never want to be sold to, but brands, if we're looking at it from a brand perspective, it's now for the way that I think social media is kind of turning into is more, is a lot more personal and it's individual and it's customized content for niche mm. brands. So it's taking away from the huge celebrity from it's taking, it's, it's gearing away from the big celebrity and gearing out more towards micro influencers. So the smaller right. influencers, so the people that are actually knowledgeable in their spaces who don't have, you know, 3 million followers who have like, you know, and it, like genuinely 10,000, even like 4,000, it doesn't matter. Like right. small people who have a highly engaged audience because that audience trusts them. Right. And so when you're a brand and you're kind of looking to work with somebody, you want to make sure that you're, you find micro influencers that sort of align with what you're doing because mm-hmm. you know, you, it's like, for example, like LeBron James sells a pair of Nike shoes. And then you have a micro influencer that sells a pair of Nike shoes that might, depending on them, obviously both people would assume that LeBron James or whoever it is, Michael Jordan would sell them more because he has a, a bigger audience, but that isn't necessarily true because that audience is based on like, you know, people who just know who LeBron James is and just right. are like, let's follow him on Instagram because he's LeBron James. But then, you know, from a basketball like enthusiast who, you know, is on Instagram, who has like, you know, 10,000 followers, I would bet that he sells more and has a higher engagement on his posts that he created for the Mm-hmm. you know, for that shoot. Well, and I feel like too, when we talk about moving the needle as far as sales, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're going to, let's, let's put this in realms of skincare. Cause yes. I feel like that's the, that's, that's the huge, one that, yeah. that's all where my brain goes. So when I see Jennifer Aniston on a commercial talking about Avino, yeah, I'm like, awesome. Great for her. But then when I see, for example, you know, my, girlfriend that's been struggling with acne mm-hmm. that all of a sudden got turned on to drunk elephant mm-hmm. and it works for her. And, you know, she's using this one drunk elephant product and she swear it changes her life. Yeah. Or like she has similar skin. Like I uh-huh. have, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna buy all the fucking drunk elephant. That's I want what I'm saying. And so that's exactly, that's, that's it. Brands getting more human. And that means getting back to the basics and cutting the crap, getting back to real personal human connection, getting back to that authentic, reason that social media is created in the first place, which is connect with your friends, connect with your family, connect with the community a hundred percent. And so, but communities are not necessarily big. There are a lot of small people who are like-minded. It's people that you're friends with, you know, even acquaintances yeah. that you would, you know, you meet. And those are the people that I trust. Like I would trust you over like another, like if, you know, like you said, Jennifer Aniston, I'll see her on Instagram. I don't buy a vino because Jennifer Aniston told me to, I'd buy it because you told me to. Right. And so that is a huge t- switch in social media. And that's a huge change in marketing in and of itself, because celebrities, you know, before, if a celebrity got behind something, people didn't know that that was an advertisement. They didn't understand it. Not even if they understand it, but you would assume if LeBron James was saying something, then, you know, it's LeBron James. Like I trust LeBron James, but like, why? <laughs> Cause he's fucking LeBron exactly. James. But like, I get that too. I get it. 
You know, it's interesting that you, the way that you describe communities, because I haven't ever heard someone describe it that way. Mm -hmm. You said communities are actually a bunch of little smaller groups Mm -hmm. that are relevant with each other for some reason, or they share some type of consistency together. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something too, that we're learning about social media is that we're learning that we can belong to all different types of communities, right? Yes. But as a thought leader, as the expert, Mm -hmm. you have to speak to your one community in order to dominate. No question. That's exactly what I'm saying. But, and you want to, you don't want a huge, like people would think that the more followers you have, the more credible you are. And that just isn't true anymore. Now with buying followers, now with the, with the fabrication, with fake influencers, with things like that, the trends isn't, it's not, people have stopped have stopped engaging with content like that are now more engagement, engaging with smaller groups with, you know, smaller influencers with, you know, the private Facebook groups where you can like actually communicate and get in touch with people. You're building a community, you're building and you're actually creating an environment where people connect. And one of the cool things that like, I, um, one of the things that I was reading when I was, um, reading Hootsuite's wrap up, which I really liked was brands like Adidas and like New York times, are working on developing intimate and meaningful dialogue with smaller and more valuable audience groups. So they're creating communities and sharing insightful and research content. Then they're getting out of the way. They're completely stepping out of the way and letting those passionate users talk to one another. And so Mm. they're letting the users build that community. And so the trend is actually, you know, you want to engage with people, but you want to give people content to engage with. Right. And it's no longer having a celebrity. If a celebrity can't hold up skinny tea anymore and have it work, people like that, that just isn't, yeah. it's not, that was great. That, and that, that was a like multi-million dollar shit. market. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> we're like, that ain't it anymore, chief. But like, it's like you're looking at it and you're like, okay, well, why would I buy, what the fuck is skinny tea? It just, it isn't like, you know, and so now the whole humanization of brands and rebuilding the trust and, the more human you get, the more that you engage with people and you give them actual valuable content, you get down to actual journalism, you get down to actual like real research content, you're going to get more engagement. You're going to rebuild the trust with those people because users are so, have, especially in the past year, have been open, their eyes have been open to how much fake content they've been ingesting. Yeah. And so now people are just turned off from it. Right. And so... People it's like inform, yes. almost like information overload, 100%. and also like you're just jaded. Like everyone's so jaded, so jaded, and so people are becoming, our users are becoming increasingly more conscious of who they are interacting with on social media and what data that they're sharing. And so now people know that you know how that when they're on that you have cookies that they are leaving a trail, they're leaving footprints, and so now they're becoming extremely more cautious of what they're doing online. Okay. And that is a huge trend in watching because people would went on social media with a kind of more of like a reckless abandon without knowing really necessarily what their impact was. Mm-hmm. And then now they're becoming increasingly more cautious and they're not, you know, they're disabling cookies. They're not allowing that kind of stuff. They're not allowing they're, they're putting, they're not putting the kind of information they did before on Facebook. People aren't putting their birthdays and their, where they live and their addresses, yeah. and their phone numbers and like all that stuff. Cause there are people are, you know, don't want their data out there. And so they're becoming a lot, you know, more reserved, but at the same time with that, their trust changes too, because the less content that they, the less information or personal stuff they put out there, they're like, okay, well now I, they are just trying to find a way to still have that, that experience on social media without being afraid of it. 
That's so interesting. I feel like too, like, I mean, I, I, I you said that cause I was like, Oh, well like who like disables their cookies? Like I, every time I go on a site, I see like the, Hey, like agreement thing or whatever, just let you know, we're tracking whatever. And I like, I don't like, I don't care. But then I also think about like the fact where you're saying like people aren't giving out their addresses. They're not giving out their valuable information. I do feel like that's true. And I also feel like that there is just this self-awareness now mm-hmm. that you just understand I mean, you look at display marketing and voice marketing. I mean, you say Disneyland three times and all yeah. of a sudden you get a Disneyland ad, ad on your Instagram. Same thing if you go and visit, you know, Revolve and you go to a blog and all of a sudden you see display marketing on the blog for Revolve. Yes. So like I, I understand the awareness of it too. Yeah. And I feel like as consumers, we're just like, this is this is what it is. Yeah. And who do we put it in a really, like, I guess wrapped it up really nicely. And so they were saying like for years, marketers and brands had put an emphasis on content, but now there's an increasing emphasis on the critical role of context in delivering that content. So it's important, interesting, and timely for the individual while being authentic and genuine for the brand. Hmm. And so now you're taking in both consideration. You're not just as a brand, the first thing people are thinking about now is their audience. They're not necessarily thinking about themselves. Right. And so now they're trying to find a way to connect with their audience. And the, the trend is now moving away from using celebrities and using like, you know, those big names and trying to put your name on a billboard. It's now moving towards micro influencers and people that have an actual personal connection with someone mm-hmm. because those are the people that you trust by delivering, you know, actual content by creating, by delivering like real value, you're going to see, they're going to get increased engagement. And that's what, the end of 2018 showed us was, and that's definitely moving more to 2019 is brands evolving and getting more personal and trying and actually starting to communicate with you. Yeah. And that's huge. And so actually that building rebuilding of the consumer's trust has been the number one trend across everything, everything across all the different, you know, write-ups and, you know, journal reports that I've read has been the way that we're interacting online and the kind of content that we're consuming and the kind of content that users are looking for. And the big word is micro-influencers. So can you, why don't you describe what a micro-influencer is? I mean, for those that don't know, I know you kind of tapped into yes. it a little bit. but So a micro-influencer would be somebody, a smaller person online. So if we're talking users, I would say, honestly, like, 5,000 to like 20,000, maybe 35,000, anything really, I would say like under like 80,000 users, maybe really would be micro influencer. I would, it doesn't, but it could go literally in a range is, is vast, but it's a highly engaged audience. So it's not a highly saturated audience of a bunch of like, you know, it's somebody who's a, a actual like voice in their community. Who's well, you know, not has a big knowledge for what they're doing. A lot of like experience in what they're doing and what they're talking about, but they're, in, but they have a very a lot smaller audience mm-hmm. of highly engaged people, and so so like a cult following. Yes, one hundred percent a cult following. Okay. Um, and somebody, and you'll you'll see the ratio of people who follow them to comments and likes mm-hmm. to be a lot closer together than an action than somebody you would describe an influencer. So like when we're talking like engagement rates, right? So even the definition of engagement has changed. Okay, so in 2018. So engagement, okay. Engagement, and this is what I think is interesting too. And so engagement in 20 early 2018, I guess, is more than just clicks. It's more than just scrolling through. It's more than just the like the vanity numbers. It's actual tangible like impact on the brand value 
and a long-term ROI. So it's wow. an actual, like people aren't just looking for when I, when I, if I'm building a brand and I want engagement, I'm talking to a social media manager for engagement. I don't want some, I don't want clicks. I want followers. Mm-hmm. I want actual engaged followers. I mm-hmm. want people who want to look at my brand. I want people who are going to make an impact on it, whether that's going to be buying my product or engaging with my blog post or reading my blog post or actually like sticking with and being interested in what I'm doing. Yeah. It's a lot more than just vanity numbers now. Hmm. So, and so when you say vanity numbers, are you talking about just followers likes, or likes, like comments, sort of followers, but more like just, I would say likes and some, in some cases followers, but like people are looking for more engaged followers. So what is an engaged follower? Somebody who's going to actually comment on your stuff and actually like, kind of like respond to what you're doing and, you know, start cutting like, re- re- like all of your content and mm-hmm. just like actually, you know, pep- turn on your notifications and stuff like that. Like somebody's actually genuinely like a podcast, fan. a fan, a hundred percent. Somebody's engaging with what you're doing, who, you know, wants to watch your video or listen to your podcast every week, like an actual person who is actually interested in what you're doing. They're not looking for like, you you know, just having a bunch of followers doesn't cut it anymore. Yeah. That's not engagement. It's actually having a tangible impact on your brand. So I think too, I mean, we're even seeing that, right? Like in the PR and marketing industry, you know, before you would just kind of vet out a couple influencers that you feel like would do the trick. And now, I mean, there's an entire process of bringing an influencer on board from looking at their stats yeah. to, you know, analyzing whether or not you think that they're going to move your client's needle as far as sales, you know, what their return is after they do a dedicated post or collaboration. And so I feel like I understand that. And it's really interesting because I feel like 2018 was a very big year for influencers. hundred percent. And it really did show us that there's a difference between buying what you said what did you call him a fake influencer uh, yeah f- i'd say i'd call him a fake influencer like a fake influencer or somebody that literally is you know has a cult following yeah and that somebody that if you're going to put a product in their hands you know that their following is going to listen because they're talking about it i would say a fake influencer would be described as a person who sells a product an influencer is a product oh so i love that like and that isn't just like that can be taken a bit poorly, but you yourself are a brand. And when you're online, you are marketing yourself. And so you are a tangible thing that somebody can buy into. When somebody's paying you for a brand deal, you are a product. You are building a product. You're building yourself as a brand online. Yeah. A fake influencer would just be a person that like, you know, has followers or, you know, whatever. And they don't, they're not, they're not a brand in in and of themselves. They're, they're selling products, but they aren't, People aren't buying the, they're not themselves a product, but an yeah. actual influencer would be somebody, you know, that actually is, has a product, has something to sell, has a actual brand that they've built around them, has a personality, their social yeah. media has a personality. They have something tangible that they have, that they've built themselves on and then brands will go to them. And that's what's interesting too, is when you're actually an influencer with an actual brand, the people, the brands that want to work with you align with your brand. Right. They align with your mission, with your mission, mission, mission and vision. That's what that a hundred percent. I love that. Love that. <laughs> Fuck. So that's, you know, that's interesting. So that's been a huge change. And I think, you know, even just cause it's the, the huge boom in, in, in Instagram use yeah. and Facebook use and 
watching what people did when Facebook had that huge, you know, Facebook apocalypse essentially. And let's talk about platforms. Like give Mm -hmm. me, like give me, let's run through all the platforms and give me like your two updates about them from 2018. So let's start with Instagram. Okay. So Instagram and Snapchat, I would put together and it's the storification of social media. Okay. And it would be that more people are engaging with stories than they are with feats. And stories are, I think are going to be the not necessarily in 20, you know, not, not, I really don't know, but are sort of taking over. They are taking over and people are are engaging a lot more with stories and actual feeds and feeds are sort of a thing of the past. Really? And they're going to kind of the actual scrolling of the vertical feed. Because if you look at social media, a lot of social media is now going from, it was built for desktop use, essentially. Like if you're looking at a way that it was kind of designed and now it's going to, to actual mobile phone use. Right. And so stories work really well with the, with the actual user who's holding up a mobile phone because, you know, think about the kind of person that is on your phone that's using Instagram and social media and like scrolling through a feed, you know, it's kind of n- brain like numbing and time consuming, but then you get to kind of stories are like super engaging yeah. and it's behind the scenes. It's actually kind of the behind the scenes in someone's well, it's, life. It's, it's, what do they call it? In real, it's in real time. A hundred percent. People want to see that mm-hmm. kind of, uh, intimate moment of mm-hmm. what's going on in your life. Yes. And so it's this Instagram. So it started with Snapchat and then it went over to Instagram and Instagram sort of blew it up into this way now where it's the evolution of commerce. Hmm. And that's another big trend is cracking the commerce code in, which is how Hootsuite phrased it, which I loved it because buying and selling online wasn't really big until the past couple of years. Right. And you know, Amazon and stuff really changed commerce, but then on social media, interacting and getting people to buy your product online really grew in 2018. Right. And it was through stories. It was through the ability of the people who are, you know, who verified has swipe ups. It's through, mm-hmm. you know, the Facebook marketplace. It's through, you know, all the different cha- the channels in which, you know, influencers now can and get people to buy. buy. Yeah. And so that was a big thing. I think Instagram, the biggest trend to me was a storification of social media. Okay. And I think Instagram helped redefine the way social media on a smartphone is, I guess, ingest data and ingest content because it's actually made for its four second, you know, it's extremely fast and mind it's passive. It's people online are, on their smartphones are not sitting down at a computer and like trying to read a, an article. It's, you know, it's, it's, passive. You, you're going ingesting so much content and Instagram gave people the ability to kind of just scroll through content, to watch 30 second stories, to, yeah. to give, and, but it's, but it's selling, you're actually building a brand and people are, are looking at your brand. And so it's this whole new way that people are st- growing and starting businesses. That's so interesting. Yeah. So what, so, I mean, so stories, so Storific, yeah. like you said, breaking the commerce code. What about, in, what about Facebook? What, what's going on there? <sighs> Facebook. Mm-hmm. Bitch. <laughs> See, I feel like I'm the same way, but I'm via Instagram. Like Instagram has fucked me up in 2018. Facebook in okay, so Facebook fucked everyone up in 2018. And yeah. Facebook, well, social media fucked everyone up. Like it's just a <laughs> done they done fucked everyone. And this is what's up. Okay. And so ads. Ads. Ads, dude. Paid media. Here's the thing is so media changed and ads changed and now people advertise changed, right? It's on social media. It's a banner ad. And you know, all of a sudden it got super popular 
and brands and everybody wanted to advertise online. So as it got more popular, the price of that went up, the price to advertise online went up. And so as you know, the price to advertise, you know, online went up, it changed the way that people are advertising online. It changed the way that people are ingesting advertising online. And so, for example, like how did they phrase it? So ads online, like we now know that we're like, we're in the pay to play area of social media. Yeah. Like that's the only way you're going to, you have to pay to play. But the popularity of those social ads cause the ads to go up and it's getting harder and harder and harder to get noticed online because People are paying more money to get found. Right. And they're willing to pay shit ton of money to get found. So people who aren't paying money, it's harder to get found. Right. Because they're not paying as much as a hundred percent. But then you have, you know, billions of people who are paying. Mm-hmm. You're not. Yeah. You're not even in the race. No. Right? So where is your money going? You're paying. It's you're still it's it's going, but it's not going to like you're seeing or lesser people are seeing it because you're not able to pay. Well, that that's in. what I'm saying is like, so now here's the thing is like, now you're, you're paying to play, right? So you're, you can pay and it will show up on someone's feed, but you can't guarantee that someone's going to engage with it. That's awful. Right. And so that's just ads. And so the same thing kind of, kind of happened on Facebook, but then, you know, ads are the thing, you know, that's when people saw it started to stop losing or started to lose trust was because they were being advertised to, they were reading articles that were ads. They were being, having banner ads everywhere. And they're like, okay, well, I don't, don't want to be sold to. I'm not here to be sold to. I don't want that product. And even if I do want it, I don't need Facebook knowing that I want it. And yeah. like all of a sudden they're like, oh, I want to read this article. But then like you have to watch like eight, four second videos, like <laughs> give them your social security number, like slit your wrist, like, <laughs> like give them your car and like, like give maybe. half of your money to like the Prince of Arabia. And then you can watch your video. Like it's like, <laughs> and like it's sign a blood oath. Like it's so hard to actually get content that you want to see and digest yeah. actual journalism. And it, all of the articles are, are just laced and they're not even real articles. It's just bullshit content that are just like filled with ads so that you'll just like read. It's you'll not. See, so you'll see the ad in hopes that you'll click on it. It's not even content anymore, oh, you know? And so yeah. that's where Facebook, I think, chained to it. It went obviously just to a place of, and I'm telling you this, just, it just went to a place of just like anarchy and where media buyers and like, paid media companies kind of ran the universe in that way. And that, you know, people didn't realize that they were being, and now they do after the Facebook apocalypse, like, Oh shit, wait, this isn't what I think it is. This isn't what I thought it was like, yeah. I'm not trying to get sold to. And so the big Facebook thing, you know, was obviously realizing that you're, you're getting all of the ads and all of the content that you're looking at. And that the, the, the Facebook was, I think it was interesting to look at social media is that Facebook was, the person or the first thing to actually make people think about how they are online and privacy and how much data they're giving off and how much pri like how private are is your search. Yeah. So what about, so I completely agree with that. I mean, I think even when Facebook made that move for the update that no one really noticed, but I remember they put out a commercial about, showcasing like the big wins, right? Like when you have a child, you post about it on Facebook. When mm -hmm. you get a new job, you post about it on Facebook. When you go to a concert, you check in on Facebook. Yes. Like showing these like really monumental, I guess the concert's not monumental, but these monumental highlights in your life that associate Facebook. And then they came back out and said, you know, like this is your community. Here's what we're doing to make it better. And 
I, it's so interesting because I feel like Facebook is so concrete in our millennial life that it's hard for me to see. Facebook is, Facebook is too, how do I phrase this? Instagram, I would say is like a new and improved Facebook because. But I don't think it, I think oh, no, no, Instagram's no. shitting the bed. Oh no, absolutely. But what I'm trying to say is, is like Facebook, there really isn't a place for Facebook anymore. And Facebook isn't really willing to say that because you post all your photos on Instagram. If you're at a concert, you don't check in anymore because no one can see your concert. You're going to make a video. It's going to take you eight seconds to make a video. And then you're actually going to have people who are watching your video in real time. And then you're going to have comments and you're going to get more followers and that stuff. You don't see that on Facebook. So no one's going to check in anymore on Facebook because like you're not going to get the same kind of engagement. You're not going to get the same ROI. It's not as personal as it is like as on social media. If I'm not with you being with you, is like looking at your story online. It's like, I'm actually yeah. spending time with the person. I'm there with them. It's a lot more personal. It's a lot more in depth, but like, I'm not checking no, Checking on Facebook is kind of like, okay. Like, but it's, it also <laughs> takes a lot longer. Yeah. So what about, so let's dive into this now. What about Facebook groups? I mean, those I things think are, Facebook groups are the, are, are a new trend for 2019. And I think that's too. the best thing that somebody can do. And this is why by creating that kind of environment and creating that kind of place for your users to communicate and to give them the space to interact with each other. And it's private. It's personal. It's a good thing for your brand. It's a place for people to actually get to know you and your brand and get to know you and it's like a club, a, a completely secret club that you have to like, that's private unless you accept. Right. And it's also what I like about it too, is that it's, it's doing something that Instagram hasn't tapped into, which is again, giving your community a home base so that you can be like, Hey, I'm following, you know, me and Susie are following this blogger, but I want to talk to Susie and I want to talk to all the girls that are following this blogger. 100%. I'm going to go to this group. Uh, that's where I think Facebook has a corner on the market of that's social kind media. of it and you know essentially your facebook page would be like your website and then instagram would be like the personality yeah and so what's hard is that it's all segmented and you're you're the trends in facebook and the tr- thing with facebook is it's not going anywhere <laughs> and neither no, instagram yeah and it's just learning how to use and how to navigate this space. Cause like there isn't a rule book for how to use social media. There isn't a manual that somebody's going to hand you and be like, this is how to use social media. Yeah. There's, there isn't, there's a, you have to look at the population. You have to look at sociology. You have to look at buyer, buyer trends. You have to look at the, the literally you have to look at the economy, you have to look at the market mm-hmm. because those are direct reflections on society. hundred percent. And so there's no way that you can build a successful brand online. And there's, you have to be tapped into your niche community. Yeah. That's because you, like you want, first off, if you're building a brand online, why do you want 10,000 followers and only eight of them? Like you don't, why? Cause those people, 10,000 followers don't like, unless they're actually like engaging with your brand, they're just random followers and there's people and okay, it's vanity numbers, but like, I would want to keep it small and private. I would want to interact with those small micro influencers that, you know, are actually like aligned with your brand and get them to talk about it and bring their followers on and build a community of like-minded people who can have a conversation, Dude, step totally. back and let that build itself. Yeah, I think it's interesting too, because I mean, now we're even seeing trends of like these platforms that have been around that people are leveraging more and more, like LinkedIn. LinkedIn is now 100%. your new professional networking asset that you yeah. need like, as a company. There's LinkedIn influencers. 
Literally. Uh-huh. As as an agency, like you have to be networking on LinkedIn. I mean, that was one of the things too. We had someone sit down and kind of run through our social media channels for Echoes Marketing. And they're like, you guys suck at LinkedIn and Pinterest. Yeah. And we don't spend time on it. We just haven't. That's never been our bread and butter until 100%. now. Now we have to literally be driving traffic from Pinterest and be taking our expert corner on LinkedIn. No question. And LinkedIn is, I think, a very... It's brand, it's going to, 2019 is going to be, I think, a shining moment for LinkedIn personally. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a place for LinkedIn to shine because it's going to be a place you can become a thought leader because people are yeah. going to, on LinkedIn, you get to see your professional experience. It's where you actually like start to build trust with followers and somebody gets to like see who you are, see what you've done, see how you're qualified to be giving them this information because their people are a lot odd. Like I said earlier, careful about what kind of content they're digesting and who they're listening to. Yeah. So LinkedIn is going to be where people are going to go and be like, okay, well, are they qualified to be giving me this content? Like what makes them, why, why should I listen to this person over this person? Yeah. Because it's such a saturated market now. And so tell us, why don't you dive into Holonis? Okay. So I mean, give me the elevator pitch because holy shit, this platform is like, here's, let me, let me go. I'm going to say my, get it, it. Okay. work. I met Mackenzie. She goes, yo, I got this new social media platform platform for you. And I literally looked at her and I was like, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she goes, no, no, no. She goes, you're smart. She goes, you know how SEO works. You know how basically ranking and indexing works. And I go, yeah, no shit. If mm-hmm. I didn't, I'd be yeah. cool. Holonis is the space for which you can start putting all of your social media content and actually indexing it and actually ranking it through being able to search on it, being able to have Google actually rank your social media content. And when I say content, I'm not talking about your Instagram handle. I'm talking about that photo that you posted back in 2011 because you graduated high school mm-hmm. and you had your literal caption was like, congratulations to me or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> ha- having that, that power to index something that like that mm-hmm. and giving it a place to live yep. so that your community can now go back and search and look through your content. And literally you guys are bringing the most power to, to content to the now. user. Well, yes. And to the user. Well, it's, did I explain that right? hundred percent. You okay. nailed it. So I, Holonis is a collaborative platform that we're building and it's built and it is a one-stop shop essentially for all of your media and all of your content. It's empowering the user to actually be found online and giving people the tools to find that success. And that means that, you know, you, so like you have, you have your Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, link, all that shit, right? Mm -hmm. It's all fragmented. It's segmented. And it's super like you, it's all defined in different platforms. A hundred percent. So Holonis is a place that you put all of your content, you give it a you give it a actual place for it to be indexed for it to actually form a life because there's not a one, there's not one place for your brand. There isn't, there isn't one place, but your brand is all over in the internet. Well, now that's what we're learning from 2018 is that you can't just be on Instagram. You can't just be on Facebook. You Mm -hmm. have to be on seven different platforms and, and highly functioning a hundred percent. And that's what's so hard. And the thing is, is, with social media, with, with the thing with what we're trying to do in Holonis is we're trying to empower the user to actually be get found online and start building a brand. Because what I've seen is a lot of people that I have you know brought on myself have kind of just like I'll talk to them on the phone and tell them about Holonis, and then they'll be like, okay, well I have I'm Instagram. I'm like, perfect. You can literally link your Instagram to your Holo space, and when somebody likes it 
on Holonis. It'll like it on Instagram too. Like it's just a place for you to amplify your assets. It's not, we're not trying to replace. I'm not trying to take anything over. We're working alongside it. We're a collaborative platform. It's not instead of it's along with, and it's an actual place to give the, the, the person who's trying to start a brand who it's pay to play is not working anymore. No, it's not. And people are starting to realize it and we don't have, it's free, totally, completely free. And it's the place for you to actually get like, put your content and start building that brand and start kind of seeing the uniformity through your brand. Mm -hmm. And when you sign up via Holanas, you actually get to put you know, you fill out like a sort of a questionnaire about like, you know, what kind of brand you are, what, if you're an influencer, what products you are, like what, what, how you would define yourself. And as we grow and as more users come onto the platform, they fill out the same thing and their feet, you, your feet and the people that like your page are going to be users that already said that they align with your brand. So you're not going to be selling to and creating mindless and creating posts for people that aren't going to engage with it because your, your posts are going to go to people's feeds that have clicked and said the same things that you did or right. similar things. And when you create pages and stuff on, on, on Holonis, you can actually choose your SEO. You can choose your keywords and you can start actually building that your brand. It's, you know, it's for the small businesses. It's for everybody. Well, tell us about, I mean, so you guys have, I mean, first off, you have the chain smokers on mm -hmm, there. You, onboard, you boarded them on. Mm -hmm. I'm on there. Who else do you have on there? Um, <laughs> We have like Sean Kingston, Fantasia. We have, oh my God, I, yeah, no, I don't you know guys why have, I'm Well, anyway, you guys have a ton of people on there. You know, from think... celebrities to influencers, but I think it's interesting because it's for, it's not just for small brands and people who are trying to monetize online. It's for literally anybody who wants to, it's to save their content. If they, it's mm -hmm. for everyone who wants to give, because your content only has a very short lifespan. You know, your stories are only live for like a day and you're, Facebook posts have a lifespan of like a couple hours or a day. And this is a place for it to actually get saved mm -hmm. and for to actually start doing this. And so what's interesting is, you know, when certain things happened on social media, we'd sort of see different influxes on the Holonis. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're very new and we, we haven't done a hard launch yet, but we're available in the app store and, and um, uh, for Android and um, iPhone. And then also on just I like on your desktop. And it's just, it's been interesting to watch people grow and how influencers have sort of been inspired to, from be, from just, you know, kind of being a model online to actually start building a brand and selling a product and finding the way, finding their voice and empowering themselves. And I think that that's, you know, what's interesting about social media and it's, it's no longer a place for you just to post your like beach photos. Cause like that is actually a representation of who you are now. And people are starting to see that. Right. Totally. And I think even the biggest trend and the biggest thing that I saw kind of across the, the different, um, you know, reports that I was reading was to just hit home that brands have to be more personalized is messaging. Yeah. And you know, what the thing with messaging is people are now, looking for messaging as a way to in, in, interact with brands. They like will trust the brand more if they can talk to somebody uh, on from the brand. Like when you're an Apple now, you don't only just call customer service. You have the ability to chat with somebody. When you go on, you can have the ability to it's actually. It's personal connection. A hundred percent. And so now you can do that on Holonis. We have a, a built-in messaging. You know, you, people can send you messages and it's also your, we have a shop, a built-in shop. So if you have products, you can sell all in one place. Mm -hmm. And 
there hasn't been a thing like that before. This doesn't exist. And so that's what's been so interesting, you know, working on this platform and building Holanus, but also kind of looking at it from the fact that I do work alongside a lot of these brands and I, you know, and I'm, I rework on them every day. And as a social media manager and, you know, as other social media managers can attest to this, keeping up with all of the different social media platforms and having to have a Pinterest and a LinkedIn, you're like, okay, well, I also have Facebook, Instagram, and 9,100 other things I have to do. Like how, how are you the expert at all of them? A hundred percent, not even how I'm an expert, but how am I going to do this? Like, and how do I make sure that other people are doing this? And how do I know if I'm doing it right? Right. No. And that's the problem that everyone runs into when it comes to the social media game. And you know, when I, when I talk about Holanus, I'm not, like you, you have to have all the other social media platforms too. Yeah. And this is just a place for you to share the best stuff, to share everything that you want to share. You don't even have to, you can post on Holanus and then you can also share it across other platforms. So you don't have to just like post you. It's, it, it's, it's a lot, it's very intuitive. And I see that being a really big thing in 2019. And that's 100%. just on, unbi- that's just a gen- genuine opinion is, as this thing grows, having people kind of be so frustrated and seeing the person that people are looking for things to be more personal. And now all of a sudden providing a platform that gives that people that ability to be personal is going to be huge. And having brands, I think the word brand 2018. Oh man. I, it is getting super, super, super diluted and like convoluted. Like it's like what nowadays, I mean, one, like, let's, let's, let me, let me back that up. Brand has so many meanings nowadays. A hundred percent. It can mean so many different things. And I think it's a, a brand is, a brand is what you're selling. Yeah. A brand is you. It's a brand is an actual co- like a brand. You are your company now, especially online. Right. A brand. I mean, it's, it, look, we can go into this all day, but from what we gather from 2018 is that. Your brand means so much now. Mm-hmm. Like it means everything. Your, you know, your front face forward is what you have to be presenting at all times. And like you said, you nailed it. An influencer is a product, like what you are selling you. Yeah. So I get that. And I mean, just going through like the social media recap of 2018, it's very, very clear that there's so many moving parts mm-hmm. and our the climate of social media is that you really do have to be an expert in whatever you're doing. Not even be an expert. And the thing is, what's interesting is if you're interested in something, if you're passionate about something, you're an expert in it. Right. And when I say expert, I mean, somebody like if you're obsessed with skincare, like, and you try out skincare, you're an expert in skincare. If you love basketball and you literally watch all the basketball games and you have them on all the time and you, that you're an expert in it, like things that you love, like that, if you, that, that you should talk, that is your brand. That is who yeah, you are. And it is, it's so different. I mean, like growing up, like mm-hmm. it, like a, like I just saw this thing on, what was it? Entrepreneur. And they're like, become a social media expert, take our course mm-hmm. and we'll give you a credit. We'll give you a certification to be a social media. Like what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. That's, but that's the way that it used to be. If you were an expert, you had a certification. And that's just people school. are looking for certifications now, but, and that's, what's interesting too. And I think that if you really haven't done social media, taking a course is not a bad idea. No, I agree. I think all the more education you can have on social media, no the question, better. especially on branding and learning the terminology and sort of understanding how it, your brand grows. And 
understanding the different moving parts that you have to have, like having, you know, a pixel and having all these different things and having your paid media and your, you know, your, your keywords and your different, like back end of Facebook and all that kind of stuff and being able to track and, you know, engage. And well, not only that, but I mean, talk, talk about graphic design. I mean, 100%. your content that you're producing. And that's what I think is super interesting. And I think the content that you're producing, and that is a huge, huge, huge trend yeah. that I've watched and we all know have watched change is the content that people are producing now has to not be invasive. It can't be like, it's now super aligned with your brand, but it's also connecting with your audience. audience. And it has to feel organic. Uh, oh, a hundred percent. And it's even putting now putting money behind your organic content. And so yeah. now it's finding the balance between not putting money behind everything, but putting money behind the content that performs. Right. And I, and in and, and posting content and then finding things that work and what doesn't work and then sort of like switching up your content based upon what people are engaging with and then actually engaging with your audience, talking with your audience, like having that one-on-one -on -one relationship is, you know, and creating the personalized, personalized is a key word here. And a lot of people are looking for personalized or looking for private. They're looking for something that is geared to them. So they feel like they're actually having that personal experience, that human experience. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. No. Okay, so we've recapped branding. We've recapped social media platforms. Mm -hmm. We've talked about Holonis. Is there anything else that you want to leave us with? Don't be afraid of social media. Oh, God. <laughs> like, that is... I see so many people... I'm being so negative. I agree. I, I But I, it is so volatile out there, man. Uh, and that's the thing is it's so volatile, but, like, it's because it's new. Yeah, it's because it's this is a brand new space that we all people who are listening, everybody who's downloaded Facebook and Instagram, we're all shaping what this is, and these companies are just building and reacting to how we are how how we're interacting, and so don't be afraid of what you're posting online. Create that brand, post that piece of content, test the like, figure out what you're trying to say and say it, and then really sit down and think about what your voice is and build that voice and like get excited about what you're doing because we have never as a world been more connected. There's never been more people that are firstly how that have internet. First yeah. off, let's think about globalization and internet and the fact that like these third world countries and parts of the world that haven't had internet yeah. and now they do. And now giving access and freedom and voice right. and all of a sudden you're going to have, you're obviously going to find people that hate you. doesn't literally. So, like, yeah. that's okay. But through all of that, there's going to be people that are trying to, you have, there's, it's so saturated and there's so many people that you just find your voice and you stick with it. And when you find something that works, you're going to see people engaging with your content because if you love something, people dig that shit. Yeah. Well, I think that's, I think that's an amazing thing. I think that you make a lot of good points there. I think number one, that we are the shapers and the creators of social media. hundred percent. And we have to really step into that power of mm -hmm. understanding it. Um, and number two, I think that you're right. I think for everything out there that you're interested in, there's probably seven other people that share the same interest or that want to root you on. hundred percent. So finding your tribe, finding your tribe, finding your people, and then running with it and going with it because social media is the future of commerce. It's the future of, of, of actual like sales and building that brand and selling a product and being an entrepreneur. And it's really hard right now. And the pay to play method is difficult. So come on to Holonis. You don't have to pay. Yeah. Sell promo. Um, <laughs> we love Plug. that. And, <laughs> you know, really 
sitting down if you want to create that brand and coming and it's not even just your aesthetic and posting that cute trendy coffee picture because like that's how that's done and that's like we're everyone does it. that we're kind of it's oh we're over it like that's really Let's we get it. it but being that being your individual self and creating that feed that's different from somebody else's feed and creating that space and building that thing that is just yours because you're your unique individual and just because you see other people that are doing something like that are found success doing that you don't have to mimic them but like look at them as an inspiration like mimic them take some of the like it mimicry is the biggest form of flattery but you know give people credit like credit people share people like celebrate the content that you're seeing and you know be a good voice in this industry and really like the biggest thing I see is, well, I don't, I don't think I can do it because like, it's hard. And like, I don't know, like, what if people don't like it? Like, yeah. Okay. Then change it up. Like, yeah. Like get rid of your camp mindset and understand that, you know, when it comes to social media too, and it comes to, you know, your personal data and, and your information getting out there and people selling to you and stuff like that, that's just advertisers. Like we've been advertised to our entire lives when it comes to billboards and magazines. But now because we're so, we spend upwards of six hours a day on our phones now advertisers are like, okay, well, of course they're going to advertise to us on social media. Well, how, like, yeah, duh. Like what else, where, what, where else would they be advertising? Yeah. Because we don't interact with billboards. I drive back and forth to LA, like literally nonstop. And I don't remember one billboard I see. Except for the Grinch. Well, I mean, that was great. And Grinch, okay. Grinch, <laughs> fuck me up. Like, honestly, get it. Like the Grinch, if you, okay. If you, one, if you're in LA. Okay. Two, Grinch advertising. PR, all of it hit at once. It was amazing. Yeah. And it was, it was everywhere. It was flawless. We were literally actually on our way to LA, me and you. Mm-hmm. We're in the back of an Uber and there's this giant green billboard that says, oh, you're trying to be an actor. That's cute. Yeah. Like something like, and it was everywhere. And there's like was, these like, great. so good. And things like that's unique and that's fun. And, you know, and it's personalizing that it's, you know, getting, it's getting, it's digging at you, but it's sort of funny. And you know, don't be afraid to use your voice. And, you know, people are gonna be like, okay, well, I don't agree with that. Like, okay, like, that's great. Don't agree with that. But like, and you have the ability to block people, but you just have to understand that this is also, you know, if you want to really grow and build that brand, you have to be okay with rejection. You have to be okay with hate. You have to be okay with love. You have to be okay with having posts that don't have any engagement, deleting it and starting it over and like rebranding and branding again. And then you know, finding different platforms and you're going to have some more engagement on Pinterest. You're going to have, or maybe Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or all of it on Holanis. Come to Holanis. I swear to God, you won't have these problems. on Holanis. <laughs> I think, I think what you're saying too, is that the fact that we need to ideally start treating social media as a business. And I think too, 100%. it's, it's a really weird gray line because you have everyone telling you to be authentic, to be social, to build this community, to be a real human being, but then you're also expected to treat it like a business. You're expected to grow that brand like you would a business. Mm-hmm. You're expected to be responsible for all the things that you would be inside of a business. And it's hard because all of a sudden it's you. And it, yeah, it is. It's all you. And then you. you're taking that, all of that rejection, you're taking all of, all of the negative, and then it's all of a sudden becoming a reflection on yourself because it's your selfie. Yeah. And you're like, okay, was this against me? And it, yeah. Oh, that's when we, I mean, look, we, we could dive into the social, the mental health of social media. The mental health of social media, and that's a whole different game in and of itself. But, and I, and I don't mean to be like, you know, it's so hard and social media is so hard for your mental health. But I think what's super interesting too, is even that is a huge trend in 2018. Yeah. It's people being like, this is bad for your mental health. Stop looking into it so hard. Yeah. Like, let it go. This is a, take it as a grain of salt, but also find the shit that you like and engage with. If you don't like it and don't, then you're engaging with something else. Like yeah. 
it's it's we're building a we're finding a way to engage with and we're exposed to so much content and so much but we're also becoming a really i think more accepting integrated universally like minded and you know understanding the world and a lot more like engage with each other because of it yeah and we're becoming more understanding because we're exposed to more cultures and things that we wouldn't understand otherwise because people are now being like okay well i i've learned so much about different cultures and different people and how to interact with different people and how you know different races and genders and stuff mm-hmm. react to how some people are you know and you learn you don't realize all the good that comes from like something that's bad Right. But no, totally. This has been the year of, I think, understanding and growth and a lot of like pushback, but then a lot of people like stepping back and being like, okay, well, these habits are might, you you might see some things like reciprocating kind of happening, but they're going to start happening less and less and less and less. Mm -hmm. Because there's more people that are like, okay, you don't have to like it, but you have to respect it. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge trend in 2018. And that's going to push over to 2019 is this personalization, the humanization of brands and how... People are saying, okay, what's well, going back to like, you know, you re- we, I want to talk to my friends. I don't want to talk to the celebrity is giving space for growth. Yeah. And giving space for st- like the, the authenticity of social media to kind of shine through. Totally, dude. You know? Dude, I mean, yeah, this has been huge. Huge. 2018, man. 2019. Like 2018 okay, is over. We're done with her. She's been real, but not again. No. And what's funny is 2019 is the year of self-care. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Every single person left 2018 like battered, beaten, and was like, okay, what the fuck? Like I'm emotionally <laughs> like can't do that anymore. Dude, I, uh, you know what? That was a great social media recap. I, thank you. No, thank you. Oh my God. Anytime. I'm happy to do this. I, I mean, it was super, super, I mean, informative. And I think too, we're just it's going to be interesting. 2019 will definitely be interesting. What, it's going to be huge. What things we're going to see, what things are going to happen and come from it. I think we're going to be really excited. And dude, thank you so much for coming of on Of course, show. anytime. And we're going to link up Holanus in the show notes. Let's do it. Let's guys get on it. If you have any questions, Mackenzie Rue, come find me. Love this for us. On, we're be best friends. Onboarding everybody. Onboarding be everyone. On the same platform as the Chainsmokers. Hell yeah. And all the content that she's about to produce, you're about to, you're going to die. We're going to living and breathing for this. Literally, this is everything. This is everything. This is a brand new community, a brand new 2019 refresh. Refresh. Well, thanks Rebranding. for Rebranding. Of course. Thank Dude. you for having me. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for going under the influence. I'm good anytime. <laughs>